Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Mike Piazza has now hit more home runs than any catcher in the history of Major League Baseball. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. (laughs) Ah, yeah. I'm having a good time. I'm enjoying this. Again, I'm on The Fan to see my enemies fail. Keith McPherson on the fan, Yankee fan, you should know that. And uh, the Texas Rangers are up 6-0 on the Baltimore Orioles. They win tonight, and that's the series, folks. And you know what comes true? What I literally, We got to go back and check the tapes. I said, I hope that the American League East wins the same amount of games in the postseason as the Yankees will this year. Zero. <laughs> Tampa swept, Toronto swept, Baltimore about to get swept. So I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. Yes, I'm a hater. Yes, I'm bitter. Yes, I'm a Yankee fan with no Yankees to root for because those bums ruined the season back in like July. So what do I have to root for here? I have have to root for the enemy of my enemies. I have to root for no success to come to the teams in our division that have quote-unquote closed the gap on us. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I, I never thought it was the, the Tampa Bay Rays year when they started off hot. I, I damn sure didn't believe it was the uh, sequel to the movie Vladdy Jr. was talking about with the fraudulent Toronto Blue Jays. I knew that as soon as Alec Manoa, he, you know, uh, he didn't do enough cardio. He couldn't keep up with the pitch clocking. The Orioles... Waldemore build a ballpark. These guys change the dimensions of their ballpark to stop Aaron Judge and Glaber Torres from hitting home runs there. And then they started this whole bird bath and Mr. Splash spraying fans in the stands. And oh, Camden Yards is back, baby. Yeah, okay. Okay, they had to tank to get all that top talent. The baseball gods aren't rewarding these teams. The Yankees should be watching this, and they shouldn't be smiling. The fans should be smiling, yeah. But the Yankees organization and team should be watching this and say, shake my head, we should be in there. We could be beating the Rangers, or we could have beat the Twins. 
we could have got right back to the ALCS where we were last year if we managed injuries better, if we had a deeper team, if we didn't cut corners, if we didn't take the bargain bin, clearance rack, cheap guys off the scrap heap that no one wanted. You guys know what I'm talking about. The Yankees did not stack the deck. The Devils did. Coming up is Arthur Staple to talk Rangers, to talk Isles. He covers the Rangers and the Isles for the Athletic. But of course, I'm going to talk Devils with him. I'm a Devils fan now. And the Devils did what I wanted. They came up short. They got knocked out by the Carolina Hurricanes in the second round of the playoffs after they came back from down 2-0 and defeated the Rangers. And instead of resting in the offseason and saying, oh, we're pretty good, we're ahead of schedule. They shored up the team. They brought in some players. They signed some players. They brought up some players. And look, now the Devils are expected to be one of the top teams in the East. And I think they got as good of a shot as anyone to win the Stanley Cup. The Yankees, on the other hand, get to the ALCS again, get eliminated again by the same team. And they don't stack the deck. They sign Carlos Rodon. They bring back Anthony Rizzo. He gets concussed Memorial Day weekend. They push him out there for two months. Oh, he's fine. He's in the best shape of his career. Nothing's wrong with him. We can visibly see there's something wrong with him. I forget what game it was where he was at first base and didn't know the outs. I forget what game it was. He's swinging at a pitch. He's not even close. We knew, but we didn't want to think that the Yankees, the New York Yankees in New York where there's a bunch of hospitals and the best doctors in the world, no way did they misdiagnose a concussion. Trevino, his wrist injury he played through. Nestor Cortez, come on, Nestor, come back. We we know you need another rehab start, but we're facing the Astros. Nestor comes out, pitches great against the Astros. Throw harder than throws harder than we ever saw him throw. Then he's back on the aisle. Like I, you guys know, it's not Yankee season, but I'll never get over this season because you had the American League MVP. And I know Judge will play differently. I know Judge won't give up his body again. I know Judge won't literally go balls to the wall, run into a wall. Dodger Stadium, I wish you no luck. I don't mind the Diamondbacks sweeping you out of the postseason. You just watch, you just watched the Dodgers lose both of those games in that goofy stadium where they had a concrete slab exposed that cost the Yankees their AL MVP. But I just I'll never get over uh being the age that I am and another Yankee season wasted this year the way it was so many close games one run games getting walked off blowing leads having guys hurt and not managing their injuries correctly cutting corners playing guys like Franchi Cordero Willie Calhoun Billy McKinney Greg Allen Jake Bowers when you know you could have went out there and stacked the deck around the American League MVP and the eventual 2023 AL Cy Young winner in Garrett Cole should have done better and now you're on the outside looking in. It's going to be, who knows, Rangers, Diamondbacks in the World Series this year. Let's go to Gerard and uh, Rockaway before I go to my guest. What's up, Gerard? Hey, Keith. Uh, thanks for your straightforwardness. Been a Yankee fan for a long time. And uh, you really took the words out of my mouth because as I look at the team and I look what it looks like the Yankees are doing. I don't see us getting out of this hole for another five years or so. Yeah, you can't be certain. Nobody can tell you that, oh, they'll be right back next year. They're the Yankees. I'm not buying it. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, I hear you. Uh, something has to change. You nailed it. Depth, 
There is no depth. Uh, you nailed it. They got players that are, you know, B. Journeymen. Nobody wanted these guys. They invited these yep. guys to spring training, and I knew, looking at these names, I'm like, Willie Calhoun, even Rafael Ortega, who ended up playing for the Mets, I'm like, I won't be surprised if they bring these guys up. You've needed a left fielder for years now, and you forced Aaron Hicks on us again. You told us Oswaldo Cabrera was ready to go. You sent him up and down four times. The guy was never an outfielder. In the minors, he played shortstop and second base. What what goes on? Yeah, you, amen. I mean, you're, you're saying it. What do you think they're going to do? I mean, are we— They're going to run this fake audit. They're gonna they're gonna put on an appearance that oh tell the fans that they're you know they're checking on everything they're leaving no stone unturned they're really evaluating how they do things and then they're gonna cut corners again and there's there's gonna be a goofy patch on the jersey for twenty five million dollars but go sign a twenty five million dollar player yeah I, I I agree well thanks man I really appreciate well I don't appreciate your perspective I want to be hopeful next year but I'm not so do if, I I love the Yankees I love the Yankees more I love sports but I love the Yankees more than any team I follow and the yeah, fact that I am on WFAN and I have a, a press pass where I can walk in the Yankee Stadium and I used to scour every ticket resale market website for the cheapest ticket to just get in the place not that long ago it sucks yeah yeah well, Keith, thanks a lot, man. Keep preaching it. Appreciate it. Thanks for the call. 877-337-6666. You can always talk Yankees with me. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm, I'm a creature. I sit in 203. I was just telling Tiki and Evan about the Astros, and I was like, I knew they were going to be a problem, bro. <laughs> I was at the 2015 wild card game, and I tell that story over and over. I feel connected because the group I was with, they, they left to go get beers. I'm like, this is postseason baseball. You don't leave to go get beers. What are you doing? <laughs> Somebody will bring beers over here. Or like, the beer's not important. And when they left, Kobe Rasmus hit a home run to the bleachers, and I got that ball, and I threw it back over Carlos Beltran's head. It was Dallas Keiko versus Masahiro Tanaka. The Yankees lost that night, and, and I knew. I'm like, this Astros team is going to be a problem. And fast forward from 2015 to now, here we are. And whatever. Joining us right now. Arthur Staple, covering New York hockey, the New York Rangers and the Islanders for The Athletic. Thank you for joining us. Let's talk a little puck. Hey, Keith, how are you? I'm good. Thanks for taking the time out. Obviously, tonight is opening night of the NHL. And uh, here on The Fan, they say uh, nobody cares about hockey, Boomer, but I do care. You know, <laughs> I, I I didn't care when I first came in. I picked up the Devils as a fandom. Uh, the Devils were great to me. I know you cover the Rangers in Isles, so let's start there. You know, the Devils knocked the Rangers out. Uh, Gerard Gallant gets shown the door, and now there's a new guy in there, and they got a couple of pieces. In. Like, what are you thinking for the Rangers? I thought the Rangers were in a championship window. I honestly thought two years ago that they were going to get it done. I thought they were going to beat the Lightning. But what's the outlook for the New York Rangers? You obviously are talking to a lot of New York Rangers fans listening. What do you think they're going to be able to do this year? You know, it's still the same mandate. It's it's Stanley Cup, maybe not our bust, but there's a lot of pressure uh, in this organization right now. I think uh, James Dolan showed some patience for a few years after they, you know, they sent out their their letter in 2018 saying they were going to start rebuilding after a few years of of success without really reaching the the ultimate goal of winning a Stanley Cup. They rebuilt their farm system. They got a lot of draft picks. They put in a lot of young guys, and then. A couple of years ago when they turned it around and, and Gerard Gallant's first year went went to the conference final, I think they felt like, okay, we're, we're here. And last year was a disappointment. Uh, 
coach and GM didn't see eye to eye. They bring in Peter Laviolette, who's a guy who's got a very long track record in the NHL, um, won a Stanley Cup in Carolina, got to the finals with Philly, got the finals with Nashville. Um, so that, to me, says they feel like they're, they're a team that should be getting to the finals or, or winning it all, that they've got a, a coach in there who can turn things around quickly. They, they have a, a core uh, of star players that uh, can match pretty much with anybody in the East. You start in goal. Igor Shosturkin is one of the best goalies in the league. Adam Fox, one of the best, best defensemen in the league. Mika Zibanejad, Artemi Panarin, Chris Kreider. Uh, you know, they've got a lot of talent on this team, and I think the mandate is put it together and win. Um, you know, I, the Garden doesn't always, at least on the hockey side, doesn't tolerate a lot of a lot of mediocrity. So uh, we'll see where it goes this year. They didn't really bring in a ton of guys in free agency because of the salary cap, but I think they feel like their core can get them where they need to go. Yeah, they've got a great fan base. Obviously, the Garden is rocking when the Rangers are good, but I feel like the tide is turning a little bit. I feel like a uh, little bro from across the river has risen up. We'll get to the Devils in a minute, but not too far. Obviously, the Islanders, they've got that beautiful building, UBS. And I feel like last year was a letdown. There were some high expectations, and they've got a history of excellence. But uh, where the, where do the Islanders go this year? You know, after going for it, making trades, and uh, struggling. I, I, they had a, a losing streak last year that just it just seemed like they couldn't get out of a rut. But I think they have the opportunity to bounce back. I know they've got a strong fan base out there on the island. I'm looking forward to seeing what they do. They'll open up uh, over there at UBS on Saturday. What's the outlook for the New York Islanders? You know, I think they're, they're a little bit more underestimated around the league. Uh, didn't make a ton of changes. Lou Lamarillo, uh, in his years as GM there, has really tried very hard to keep the, the main group together, even as it's it's getting a little bit older. Um, but he did make a big splash last year, trading for Bo Horvat from right. Vancouver, um, signing him to a long-term deal. And I think they feel like that is enough change to – to kind of give their offense a boost. Uh, they, too, have a great goalie in Ilya Sorokin, who a lot of people think could win the Vezina Trophy this year. That His buddy, Igor Shosturkin, won a couple of years ago. Um, so good goaltending. Their top 4D uh, is still, you know, plays at a high level. Uh, and I think the one thing that's been missing is a little bit more dynamic uh, creativity on offense. But they've got Horvat. They've got a healthy Matthew Barzell. They've got Brock Nelson, who's been around a long time, is a 35-goal scorer last year. So I think they feel like you know people can underestimate them, and, and they certainly have a certain style that they play that isn't always the most fun to watch. But, uh, but they've done well with it the last four or five years. You know, Going to two straight Eastern Conference Finals a couple of years ago, uh, changing coaches now with Lane Lambert instead of Barry Trotz. Uh, and they haven't changed a ton. Like I said, they've, they, they've got great goaltending. They've got great defense. And, and that's kind of the, the their M.O. And, and it's not very sexy and it doesn't produce a lot of viral videos. But uh, but I think they feel like they're, they're in the mix there in the Metro division. They're in there with the Rangers and Pittsburgh. Maybe not quite in the regular season class of, of Carolina or the Devils. But, uh, but as long as you get in, you can do some damage. And I think that's kind of how they're approaching the season. We're joined by Arthur Staple, New York hockey columnist for The Athletic, covering the Rangers and the Isles. Now we got to go to my team in the Garden State. <laughs> Jersey, the Devils, woo, the woo crew. I mean, the Devils last year were ahead of schedule. I enjoyed last season so much. Jack Hughes comes out there and says, we're doing pretty good. We're on a 13-game heater. I think they surprised a lot of people in the playoffs as well, and I think that they're going right back at it. In June of last year, 
Uh, I always talk about how they stack the deck. They sign guys like Jesper Bratt to a long-term deal, Timo Meyer to a long-term deal. Uh, they, they've added players. Luke Hughes, Jack Hughes' younger brother, is going to be an impact player. Um, I just think that it's the time for the Devils and the Devils fans, after waiting a decade or so and being bottom feeders and being bullied, now over there in Newark, New Jersey at the Rock Prudential Center. We're going to rock the place Thursday. I'll be there at the opener. What's the outlook for the New Jersey Devils? I honestly think they have a chance to win the Cup. Yeah, the sky's the limit for that group. You know, Tom Fitzgerald, the GM, has done an incredible job uh, putting a team together, utilizing the cap space that they've had from, from, like you said, from being a bit of a bottom feeder. You've got guys like Brat. You've got Nico Heeshear, who are who have been there now, you know, six, seven years. You've got Hughes making the trade for Timo Meyer. I think that top six, the top two lines, you can stack those up. Even going to Edmonton with Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl, I think the Devils, you know, have a case that they have the best top six in the league. Um, adding Tyler Toffoli uh, on a really sneaky good trade this this offseason, a veteran guy who is a good complement to Hughes and Bratt on that top line. Uh, he sure is probably going to, you know, he's one of the best two-way forwards in the league. And, and Meyer, I think, with a full season there, will you know, feel a little bit more settled in. You know, maybe there's a few question marks. On D, Luke Hughes definitely is going to be a great player. Maybe not quite there yet. Um, and maybe their top four isn't always the most reliable. Uh, but I think if you see the Akira Schmid in net that you saw rally to beat the, the Rangers in that playoff series and, and play, you know, pretty well against Carolina, not quite good enough, but it was first go around, uh, that deep in the playoffs. If this kid can, can really step forward as the number one, uh, that's probably the biggest question mark for them. And if, and if they get, solid you know b plus level goaltending it doesn't have to be a plus because they've got so much skill b plus level goaltending you're maybe looking at them you know being the top team in the east maybe that maybe winning a president's trophy i think it's it's that much promise for this team you know once it gets to the playoffs they're not they're not the most physical big team they play so fast though sometimes it doesn't matter so the playoffs can be a different animal but uh but they had the experience last year, and I think uh, I'm high on them, and certainly a lot of other people are as well. Yeah, I'm excited to see Akira Schmid. Uh, he's got him in his last name for a reason. Vitek Vanacek obviously was the guy most of the year. He's there again. Uh, I think they brought back Keith Kincaid, a former devil. Obviously, he's not going to be much of a factor, but I just think it's vibes. I think it's the right energy. I love their style of play. They're fast, and I think that they just know uh, what they can do. The confidence is there. Now, last year, uh, people were telling me, oh, it's not going to be the Devils, it's the Boston Bruins. And then they get knocked off by the Florida Panthers. And watching the playoffs, I'm like, man, this is what's great about hockey. Nobody knows how it's going to go. Nothing is locked up. Here at the Fan, we had hosts uh, breaking out brooms for the Rangers going up 2-0. And I'm like, you guys should know better than anybody that 2-0 doesn't mean anything in hockey uh, the Carolina Hurricanes are expected to be at the top. Um, obviously, Edmonton with the best player in the game. Uh, who are you thinking ultimately comes out on top? Is you know the Vegas Golden Knights end up winning it uh, six years in, and they 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 get back to the cup, they win it. It's just like uh, I think hockey is underrated. Um, I was a big hockey fan as a kid, and then I fell off some years after they locked out, and I got more into the NBA. But now I'm back in. I'm pushing it. Uh, who do you think is going to win the cup this year? And what's one thing you could tell um, a fan listening that like might be tired of the NFL and the same conversation around the Jets or Giants and wants to get in to hockey and choosing one of these three teams in this area? 
you know, my predictions, which never come true, so this is probably a jinx. <laughs> uh, I went with Dallas over Toronto in the, in the final this year. Dallas, I just like a lot. They've got, they've got kind of those same ingredients that the Rangers have and the Devils have. The, an elite goaltender, one of the best defensemen in the game that a lot of people don't know about, Amiro Heiskanen, and, and some really good young forwards like Jason Robertson. Uh, I feel like it's it's Dallas's year to put it all together, and and uh, you know if you're a fan uh, in the tri-state area and you want to get into hockey, this is a pretty good time. You know, last year all three teams made the playoffs. Ranger Devil series, you know, pumped up the excitement a little bit. We haven't had a Ranger Islander series now, and in 30 years in the, in, in the postseason, that would be amazing to kind of get those rivals back together in the playoffs. But but it's always been, you know, I think it, it's been more notable about who's not in. You know, the Islanders and Devils were down for a long time last decade while the Rangers were up. Rangers were down. The Islanders started to come back and, and be a more consistent playoff presence. The Devils were kind of in and out. Um, so when you can get an era, a couple-year window when all three of them are really competitive, You've got some exciting young players, Jack Hughes for the Devils, Matthew Barzell for the Islanders, uh, you know, Adam Fox for the Rangers, uh, goaltenders like Shesterkin and Sorokin and Schmidt, if he can kind of, you know, I don't know if he's quite at that level, but he could he could try to start getting there. Um, it's uh, it's a fun time to be a hockey fan in the New York area. It's, uh, you know, the competitiveness among the fans is maybe a little bit more intense than competitiveness among the players on the ice because a lot of them are, not uh, they haven't lived there here their whole lives and haven't experienced all the highs and lows and, and near misses, especially being a Ranger or Islander fan the last uh, thirty years or so. But uh, but it is a fun time and, and certainly if you're going to pick a team or at least pick a few players, you want to watch Jack Hughes and Jesper Bratt play together. You want to watch Adam Fox carry the puck up the ice. You want to watch Matthew Barzell and Bo Horvat and see Elias Sorokin make some good saves out at UBS Arena. It's a lot to pick from, so it's a good time. Yeah, and this was a good time. Thank you so much for making the time and joining us tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Arthur Staple from The Athletic covering your New York Rangers and your Islanders. Thanks for joining us, man. Thanks, Keith. Appreciate it. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Your official station to talk Jets. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today.
Okay, right back at it. Here comes the fun part. You call the show, you'll probably get on the show. I take more calls than any other show on the fan. So if you've got something that you want to say, something you want to get off your chest, a question you want to ask, now's probably the time. KM to AM, let's get back into it. 877-337-6666. I don't have to set the table. You know what we're talking about. We've got a full rack of calls. Gary's in Waterbury. What's up, Gary? You're on the fan. I step on stage. Girl scream like I'm Keith. Hey. <laughs> I got a 30-second eulogy. Real quick. It's very simple. Everyone said it. They've been saying it. The success of NFL teams is equated to quarterback play. It's how the rules are set up. They set the league up for good quarterback play. You're going to win. My seasons are over. Zach goes by his middle name, and his first name is Bo. Shouts to EPMD, SCSU. And Danny Dimes is made of copper. If you're a diamond, you always shine. Period. Stop. I haven't been this down. You know that. You've said that many times. I haven't been this down. If the Astros win one more game, I'm going to puke. I'll take, I'll take some solace in the AL East getting whacked. And, Keith, I love you. Other than that, I'm super. Thanks for the call, Gary. Good stuff. I mean, uh Watching the Astros lose another series, uh, World Series, could happen. That'd be cool. I just think they're—I mean—they're—they're going to beat the Twins. It's the Twins, but yeah, we have to find solace in the fact that our division had three teams represent the AL East in the postseason this year. The Yankees weren't one of them, and they did not win a game. Let me not get ahead of myself. The Orioles did scratch a run across. It's six-one now, top of the fifth. Nate Valdi, keep doing your thing. But yeah, back to what Gary was saying about the quarterback position. If you only got a quarterback, you don't have a chance. I had a rant in the beginning of the season when Aaron Rodgers went down. And people were trying to tell me then, oh, Zach Wilson can be a game manager enough to get us to the post. No, those days are done, folks. The days of Rex Grossman getting to the Super Bowl, Trent Dilfer winning a Super Bowl. Those days are done. Look at the league. It's changed. Last night I was on late and I was talking about the fact that the Steelers hadn't had a padded practice all season and head coach Mike Tomlin made them have a padded practice last week after losing to rookie quarterback CJ Stroud great pick by the way with the Texans they knew when they saw that kid ball at Ohio State against Georgia make all those plays he's the guy not little Bryce Young the quarterback matters but anyway back to the padded practice Mike Tomlin said, it's about the pile falling your way. It's about pad level. It's football. It's physical. And they're trying to take the physicality out of the game. In 20 years, we're literally going to be watching flag football. They're talking about putting flag football into the Olympics. I saw Tyreek Hill calling on, oh, all the uh, NFL players, let's represent the United States and play flag football. You just saw the Pro Bowl where they used to hit this past season, the Pro Bowl turned into flag football. The 2028 Los Angeles Olympics has a proposal for flag football to be on the bill for the summer games. The NFL is trending that way. In 20 years, you might see that. I took a call last night because I was talking about myself growing up and playing football. I'm like, we always had pads on. Full pads. Put your cleats on. You got knee pads, thigh pads. You had a girdle with hip pads. 
and a, a tailbone pad, you better wear a cup. I played skill positions where, they you know, quarterbacks, sometimes receivers, sometimes you can get away without wearing a cup, enter at your own risk without one. But then you have on rib protectors, shoulder pads, a helmet, buckle your chin strap tight. We're going to hit because you can't simulate the game in practice with just uppers. You can't simulate the game in practice in just shorts. Mike Tomlin felt like the Steelers went to play D'Amico Ryan's team, a former NFL linebacker and used to be the defensive coordinator of the 49ers. They're tough. He went to play their team and they got bullied. They shouldn't be getting bullied by the Texans. They got better talent than them. So they had a padded practice. They had padded practice all week. They got back to hitting. And what did they do? They got into an AFC North battle, a classic battle against the Ravens, and they were able to beat Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. Sure, Lamar Jackson balled, and there was a lot of drop passes and this, that, and the other, but ultimately, they were able to wreck that game. Highsmith, Watt, Minka Fitzpatrick, guys on their defense making plays, hitting, being physical. The game isn't catered to the physical. You can't touch the quarterback. Roughing the passer. They're throwing a flag. The only team that doesn't get those flags are the Jets. (laughs) <laughs> they they don't let you touch the receivers. Pass interference downfield. You can't you like pass interference. If I'm a quarterback, I'm throwing it up every time downfield. It's a 50-50 per, they're gonna call PI. You see what I'm saying? You can't. Now you there, there's no targeting, no helmet to helmet. If you accidentally go helmet to helmet, you you're getting ejected. Like it's not they don't want the physicality. You can't kick the ball off and get kick returns anymore. Pretty soon, they're just going to start the ball at the 20, 25-yard line. It's a different game now. There is no more of the um, game manager quarterback and the star-studded defense can get you to the promised land. You need a Patrick Mahomes. That's why teams like the Packers are going to draft a Jordan Love thinking they can make him into a Patrick Mahomes, thinking he has the intangibles of a Patrick Mahomes. He ain't Patrick Mahomes. You had Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers eventually aged out. The Jets take him, and Aaron Rodgers is rehabbing right now because he's old. Not a guarantee that he's going to be able to play next year. So here we are with Zach Wilson. He's not a dude. He's not a guy. He looks in the mirror, and he knows he's not him. But he's in this position, coming out of BYU, playing in the COVID seasons with no one in the stands. Now you're playing in the NFL. You play in East Rutherford. There's 80,000 screaming fans in there. Probably 50,000 of them screaming at you. Come on, Zach. These tickets are expensive. Get it together. Come on, Zach. You can't get a first down. Punter's the best player on our offense. You got to have a guy. This is a a league where you got to be able to pick a defense apart. You got to be able to avoid pressure. You got to be able to stand in the pocket and make throws and hit guys downfield. Everything is geared that way. Fantasy football, points per reception, gambling, reception props, receiving yards, touchdowns. You can make the most money if you bet on Jamar Chase to score three touchdowns, if you bet on George Kittle to score three touchdowns. You follow me? So you need a quarterback. I could talk about this all day. Peter's out in Brooklyn on the fan. What's up, Peter? You got it. I appreciate you for taking my call, but I got to disagree. I've been listening to you for some time now, but I had to call in tonight. I'm a Jets fan, and I I have to say to you, uh, given all of your experience and knowledge, I think you are dead wrong about the Jets. Okay, go ahead. You have never been in that locker room. You have never had any coaches on your radio show, have you? 
No, they don't do that. The Jets don't call this station. All righty. And no, okay. of course I haven't been in the locker room. I'm not a reporter. Go on, though. I'm following All you. right. And I, I'm just saying, given your young experience and your knowledge of the game, you have a different lens that you are using to make your criticisms of the NFL player today. Like you just said, the league has softened up, not because the teams wanted it. That's because the protection of the players was warranted from all the early 70s and 80s of injuries after many seasons in the league. Yeah, and they're still they getting figured, hurt left and right. They, Guys are they, on the IR just this they week. Out they had to do. They had to do something about it. Yeah, they still okay. won't change the turf. Guys are getting hurt on the turf. They should be playing on grass. It, they're going to get hurt. It's, it's a rough game. Grass, grass, turf. It, it's, uh, you have to ask the players that. Have, have the players voted for grass or turf? Yeah, it's it's unanimous. Grass. They want to play on grass. Okay. But go on about the Jets. Where am I incorrect about the Jets you and the Jets locker room? about Zach Wilson. Okay, go on. Okay, he is not the sharpest pencil in the box. But the Jets did him a disservice about not giving him the the time to bring him along. Absolutely. It's, it's just like going to class. If you don't open the book and study, there's no way you can pass the test. If you don't get the reps that you need in practice, there's no way you can progress the skill of dropping that ball in softly. It's year three. He, this is year I'm three. Sorry? This is year three. I don't three. care about year three. He's a his 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 um mental state is a kid. He's not a. I would even call him a young man. He's twenty four years old. He's a rich he's what, kid. He's a rich kid, but he's what we have right now. And you can go around the league and say, oh, maybe he should be more like the guy in Green Bay. Oh, maybe he should be more like the guy in Washington. No, maybe are, he should just be able to read defenses and complete passes and have and, situational and, awareness to not and, throw the and ball. That's, and that's what he is beginning to do. Now that they've said that it's time, we are going to put you in the position where your skill set are going to benefit this team the most. Nah, bro. You, okay? you, got, you got it all messed up. <laughs> I don't have it all backed up. I know you love the Jets, though. You love the no, Jets, no, 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 though. No, no. You've I, defaulted I, I, into I, the I, Zach Wilson stuff. They didn't I, want him. Thanks for the call, Peter. They did everything in their power to not have this guy start as the quarterback. Did you miss the last two seasons prior to this one? The home opener where he's throwing the ball to the Patriots. He can't complete a pass to his own team. I was there. He's throwing the ball right to the Patriots' defense. He looked like he was over his head. Shame on the Jets, yes, for having a rookie head coach in Rob Sala who's defensive-minded, didn't play in the NFL himself, having his best man from his wedding be the offensive coordinator the first time he was an offensive coordinator, and drafting a kid out of BYU who played against Western Michigan and Coastal Carolina and Houston and saying, here's the keys to this New York Jets Ferrari. Go crash it up, kid. Where you're confused is those are mistakes, and they're literally like they're doing the same thing again. It drives me nuts that we do this on WFAN every single day. The kid is not adequate. It's barely satisfactory. So I'm wrong about Zach Wilson. I think there are high school quarterbacks that can see Zach Wilson can't play the position at an NFL level. 
And if you want to blame the Jets, be mad at yourself. You're a Jets fan. If you want to say that, yeah, we all saw. They should have had a Joe Flacco there before they brought him in late. They should have had an actual veteran quarterback for him to learn from, like Patrick Mahomes did, like Jordan Love did with Aaron Rodgers. He's not a C.J. Stroud that can walk into a situation and say, yeah, I'm the guy. He's not an Anthony Richardson who's a physical beast, a man amongst boys, even though he is young, and say, I can do it. I can play the position. Bryce Young is in over his head because he doesn't have the size or the stature. So you have an undersized quarterback in Zach Wilson, an underdeveloped quarterback in Zach Wilson, a waste of a number two overall pick in Zach Wilson. You did everything you could to go get 39 going on 40-year-old Aaron Rodgers, and he goes down in four plays. And you can't come to, to terms with it, that this team is not going to be able to compete in this NFL against the upper echelon teams. There are weight classes. They are able to beat the Broncos and Russell Wilson. Yeah, they suck. There's so much turmoil there. They're about to trade Pat Sertan and Cortland Sutton. They don't know which way is right or left or what. And the Jets keep fooling y'all into thinking that Zach Wilson is a good enough quarterback. And there have been better quarterbacks in the NFL that haven't had as long of a leash. But yeah, keep watching. Keep watching. Oh yeah, Zach played great. He outplayed Patrick Mahomes. He dropped the snap to lose the game. And he tried to lose the game again. Throwing an interception to Patrick Sertan. But the defense bailed him out. So don't tell me I don't know what goes on in the locker room. I'll tell you this. On a football team, everyone has to be held accountable. And that defense last year turned on the kid because he had an attitude. He was cocky. He was thumbing his nose when they asked him, hey, do you owe the defense an apology? No. No. Oh, come on, guys. It was windy as hell out there. I will give that young man credit for maturing. I will give that young man credit for actually understanding, hey, it ain't about you. You're not out at BYU anymore. Where I heard he was the hot shot. This ain't Utah. People aren't kissing your feet. You got to earn everything over here. You waltz in here as the number two overall pick, but it hasn't been good enough, and you're not going to get forever. And you know what? This wasn't the plan this year. So if you need to convince yourself at night that Zach Wilson is working hard, man, those guys are behind him. They would they would flip on him in a second if that trade for Kirk Cousins happens. Bye, Zach. Because they're not friends with him like that. This is business. And they're in the business of winning. These guys have worked their lives, put in blood, sweat, and tears from Pop Warner football to high school football to college to make it to the NFL. They will champion a Mike White over Zach Wilson. And Mike White ain't that good. So before you call up to tell me, oh, you ain't been in the locker room? No, I'm not a reporter. I'm not trying to go in the locker room. I could get credentials and go over there if I was like that. I'm not like that. I'm a former college football player. I played in high school. I'm a radio host. I studied radio and TV communications in college. And I'm a fan of the fan. So I listen to the fan all day. And people are trying to tell you, oh, Zach Wilson's going to be a star. And, oh, Zach Wilson can lead this team to the playoffs. I don't buy it. I haven't seen it. I still see a guy that can't hit wide open receivers. I still see a guy that has Garrett Wilson coming across the field. He's got no one around him. He's got time to make the throw, and it's not an accurate throw. Zach Zach Wilson throws the ball where Garrett Wilson's got to slide and make the catch. Man, hit him in the numbers. You're in the NFL. 
There's other quarterbacks that didn't get as long of a leash. But here we are again. It's deja vu. This kid is like the villain in a scary movie for Jets fans. You can't escape him. It's getting spooky out here. And when the Philadelphia Eagles come to New Jersey this weekend and you see an actual defense with dogs on that D-line and dogs at corner, Zach Wilson is not going to just casually go out there and pick them apart. They better game plan and scheme. Now there's two weeks of film of them changing the offense for Zach Wilson. I've never seen someone get coddled this much in the NFL, but the Jets have no choice. They wasted a number two overall pick on the kid, and we waste a ton of time talking about this kid. I can't wait. Make the trade for Kirk Cousins so we can be done. All these other quarterbacks in the NFL, man, they don't get this leash. They don't get this much attention. They don't get this much time, and they don't have fans flip-flopping back and forth. Oh, he sucks. Get him off the field. Play anyone. Play Tim Boyle. Play, play Trevor Simeon. Oh, he won us a game. Maybe he's progressing. You don't have time for that. This is a defense that's ready to win now. So don't, don't call me and tell me I don't know what's going on in the locker room. Yeah, they got to back Zach now because they don't want to waste another year of their NFL careers. The NFL stands for not for long. Some of these guys won't be back next year. They got to back Zach because that's all they have. The kid can do it in practice. He can't carry it over into the game. And that's unfortunate. If you can get Kirk Cousins, you go get him. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. In the year 2003, Clemens wins his 300th as the Yankees have beaten St. Louis 5-2. Clemens has come on the field and getting a standing ovation from the sold-out 55,000 at Yankee Stadium. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. I'm disappointed. Keith McPherson on the fan. I, I thought this season I would get to ride 20, 25 minutes over to East Rutherford from Jersey City and see one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time run the offense for the Jets. I, I, I really had plans of watching Garrett Wilson light it up. Glad I didn't take him in fantasy. You know, Brees Hall coming back. Three different tight ends. You you add McCole Hardman to the team. I really am disappointed. I've been to a few Jets games in my life, and I wanted to see the J-E-T-S, the New Jersey Jets, go out there and ball. I mean, when I looked at their schedule, I'm like, man, these games are going to be great. And I don't know. The worst happened. And here we are. In this Zach Wilson conversation again and again and again. I can't. (laughs) The worst quarterback in the league. The worst quarterback in the league. Again. Shame on the Jets. It's negligent. It's irresponsible for even having him as quarterback two. And defaulting into him being the starter again. Where we literally have fans calling up defending this kid. Same fans that celebrated Aaron Rodgers. Like we all did. Fans calling up the fans to say, oh, well, he's progression, progressing. He's not throwing interceptions. He's not He's not uh, spiking the ball and being checked down Charlie anymore. He's completing passes. Man, you're taking the bare minimum 
Like, would you settle for a barber that, like, didn't really give you the haircut you wanted? But he's he's, he's getting better. And three years later, no, you would stop going to that barber. You'd be like, no, bro, you pushed my line back. This is not right. I didn't ask for that. What are you doing? Have you Like, would you go to a barber that's learning how to cut over and over and over again for three years? No, you wouldn't give him your business. And you wouldn't defend him either. You'd stop that. So we got to go to the break in the update. Can't wait to talk to you guys. We got Jets fans on the line, Giants fans on the line. And, and I, I love a challenge. Please call me up and challenge me and tell me what I'm saying is wrong. Because I give it to you straight, no bias. I'm not a Jets fan. I'm not a Giants fan. And the team that I actually grew up rooting for, I told you from the first moment you heard me on the fan that they're frauds. And there are people that called up saying, oh, do you think they're a Super Bowl team this year? I said, no. <laughs> no. Let's see what happens when they face the Niners. Let's see what happens when they face better competition. So don't think that I am raining on uh, the Jets or hating on the Giants and I'm sitting up on some perch as a Cowboys fan. Being a Cowboys fan is miserable too. It's just a different kind of misery. You win for the most part on Sundays and then you collapse in the playoffs and it's been almost 30 years since you've (laughs) gone back to the NFC Championship. It ain't no fun over here either. But the reality is, like, you can see the upper echelon. You can see the better quarterbacks, the better teams in the NFL. Simple as that. 877-337-6666. I can't wait for them to drop the puck. I can't wait for them to throw that basketball in the air because I'm over the NFL. It's super bogus with the officiating. It's super bogus with what you can and can't do. They're trying to turn us into flag football. And I understand we love the NFL so much. That you want to hold on to these NFL games and these seasons. You want to believe so bad in Zach Wilson. And you know he's not an NFL-level quarterback. But they defaulted into that. So years from now, when they look at this era of Jets football, it's going to go back to uh, this kid throwing at his pro day in shorts a 60-yard bomb and people saying, oh, wow, maybe he's going to be good in the NFL. And nope, I don't, I don't think it's going to happen. I think he could be satisfactory, and that's that's barely what he's been. And if that's good enough for you, good. But it ain't good enough for me. Call a spade a spade. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts Baseball is back and so is MLB.tv Watch every out-of-market regular season game on your favorite streaming devices anywhere, anytime, all season long Follow the action live or on demand Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights 
Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.